0: Good morning, it is Sunday, November the 8th, 2020, coming to you from Pinehurst, Texas, enjoying this beautiful weather lately. Um, It's been a busy week for a lot of folks, Um, not just physically, but I believe emotionally, Obviously uh, we've had this election going on and there's been a lot of uh, anxiety for many folks. Um, uh, change is never easy. Um, in many ways, you know, there are those that uh, don't, they don't want to ever change. They, they just want things to stay the same. Uh, they fear change, uh, you know, will disrupt. Their or uh, normal life, but you know, I think we'd all kind of be uh, used to that by now with what's happened with COVID. You'd think that um, you could just about, you know, be prepared to expect anything. <laughs> um, I know change is hard. I know it's really hard. I mean, it's, it's been hard on me. It's, you know, anytime you go through change and I mentioned this before change means chaos. There's going to be chaos. And I say there's chaos because it's, it's much like, um, oh, when you're uprooting a tree or a bush, let's say a bush, you know, you got this ugly bush around your mailbox and you just want to get that thing ripped out. It's, it's not a matter of cutting the thing off because, you know, there's roots in that ground that are going to have to be pulled up. And sometimes those roots are stubborn if they're, if they're deep. And so it it takes a lot of time and a lot of patience and work, um, to be able to get that bush out of the ground and get all those roots up. So it's the same way in, in life. It's the same way in living. It's the same way in, uh, changing our world, our society. Government, Um, oh my gosh! Even in church, you know, even in just religious organizations, if if growth is not allowed to happen, um, I mean, if change is not allowed to happen, then growth never happens. I firmly believe that. And you know, the sad thing is, we get used to you know when we get used to a schedule or we get used to uh, things being a certain way, and especially I say elderly because. Um, I I rarely have met too many elderly, except for one who um, I'm very close to that is uh, agile and flexible with change. And the one that I'm speaking of is she's a hundred years old. She just turned a hundred years. I mean, not a hundred, she just turned 99. And uh, Miss Dovey, my, my precious, precious friend. And I've seen her go through several trans, uh, you know, transformations within, um, the church. I mean, she was like the original of the church that we were attending at one time. And, and she's seen the doors open and, and close and changing, you know, different, um, um, you know, elders and, uh, just, just the whole process of change. And, and uh, the mo- most recently, um, within the past year, I think it's been about a year and a half um, when our church uh, was bought out by another. And I mean, everything changed, not just the interior, you know, design and exterior, but the membership, um, you know, many had fallen away, had just left completely. And then of course there were different heads of departments and, many of those that were serving in place were also changed out. Um, I remember, you know, attending the service the first time and, and feeling honestly, um, offended. I was offended that I couldn't have the ease of going into a uncrowded bathroom or sit where I normally sat. (laughs) I mean, silly, Silly stuff, you know, or I felt like it was like somebody had invaded my home. Um, that that had been my church for, um, over seven years, seven years. And it felt like an invasion. It's like, who is this family that just moved in, moved in on us? And I know I wasn't the only one to feel that. I know that was a normal feeling. Um, and you know, I worked through it and had to. Ex- I had to accept the changes, and and I'm so glad I did because I still found the ability to be able to function in a different environment and still be used in ministry. And um, I I became part of their media team, and um, I was a journalist uh, before the COVID actually happened. I mean, now I'm not able to attend. Um, due to COVID, and they just started having services um, uh, inside and outside. Um, but it's been several months, you know, since I've been there. But just I was able to to learn around uh, a different atmosphere, a different way of doing things, and it all I did was just enhance my my journalistic skills and and ability to operate better. Actually, I learned that I could do things that I didn't even know I could do. <laughs> so what I was trying to say is, I, I know there's a lot of uh, nervousness going on right now with uh, the world. Nobody knows what's going to happen uh, with our new presidents, uh, president in office. I know there's a lot of fear right now that's been stirred up during this election. Um, whether you're Democrat or Republican, uh, you know, both sides both sides have had uh, their anxiety um you know those that are vote that were voting for the side and some are very happy you know for the turnout some are very upset and irate and worried um you know it's like working for a company and then all of a sudden uh, the company gets bought out and you don't know if you're going to still have a job you don't know if you're still going to have your flexibility or uh, perhaps even your benefits you know that you have before so I mean I completely understand that but again if we're not willing to accept change then we're not willing to grow and I believe that it's important uh, as a nation as a society as uh, an individual that we become more flexible. We become more um, open to new ways of doing things. Am I talking immorals? No. What I'm talking about is just sitting back for a minute, taking it in, take a deep breath in. Um, Don't listen to everything you hear on the news first of all, you got to find out what the truth is. Um, and most of it honestly is not truth. Um, there's a lot of hearsay. Everybody has their opinion. And then that's one thing you got to think of too. You know, when somebody is stating something on the news, most of it is opinion or it's a grouped, uh, consensus. Um, I know being a former news reporter, um, we had to beef things up. We wanted to keep the interest of folks, and um actually took our news uh, center to they they tripled or quadrupled within uh, my first two weeks of publications with them, um because I knew how to get people's attention when it came to the news. And and that's what the news is there. That's what they're doing. They're not just there to educate you and tell you, um, Hey, this is what's really going on. Um, uh, we, we, we want the public to know out of our concern. No, no, no. Now I agree in some cases there, there is newscasting that is informative. Um, that's necessary, you know, like hurricanes, um, um, things that that are going to prevent harm to the public um, things that might be educational to help society but in most cases it's just to bring chaos into society and and cause division so what i'm trying to say here is rather than focusing on dividing factors of um, each party And what may or may not happen. It's better to focus on. Change. And what that change is going to. It could be something. It could be. There could be some changes that could. Radically. Change us all for the good. Uh, and Make it make a better society. Or it could go really south. (laughs) I'm not a fortune teller. So I don't know. But you know in and, and each one of us i think the most important thing is work working on changing ourselves when you work on yourself and you you start allowing for growth through that change then that causes a domino effect of bringing out change in others then you start affecting society but if you're sitting there getting angry at the news getting angry at society Getting angry with one another because you want people to be in your mind frame how you think, how you act, how you believe how you practice you might as well give it up you're only bringing you're bringing stress on yourself and you're also part of the network of dividers and I think that we've been divided long enough I believe firmly that unless we get united with one another, and I'm not saying we have to agree on everything, just agree to disagree if you have to, but you can still love one another even if you don't agree. And and, and that's what Christ has asked us to do, is to love. Um, I'm learning that through faith walking. Um, our groups that meet uh, every Friday at 1030, um, it's called Keep, Keep Calm. <laughs> And um, it's wonderful. It, it's free. Um, of course, you can donate. But, you know, I get with a, a bunch of others that are faith walkers, and we get to discuss these topics on how to love and how to um, manage during a very anxiety ridden time. So, I want to encourage those that are listening to me to either check out the faith walking which is faithwalking.us and look at their online courses. If you're having a really difficult time struggling, if you'd really like to learn some skills in how to manage your anxiety, um, how to stay calm, how to relate better with others, um, and, and when you're ready to go through that metamorphosis and become a better you, a whole you, so that you can bring wholeness into society. Um, It'd be a great way. That'd be a great start. You know, many times we, we get stuck in, we get stuck either in the past or we get stuck in the present. And we can't take that step forward when we're walking in fear and the fear of change. And there was something, there was a, a poem that I read um, I'm not quite sure who the author is I wish I could find it but it's its a beautiful poem because it talks about change and it talks about how um, when, when you don't see yourself any different than what you've always been then it makes it hard to take those steps to make that change and sometimes it takes somebody telling you hey you know, encouraging you saying, Hey, um, I know you've got this potential in you. Um, you know, I've read, you know, good leaders are people that take the ones that may not be so great and, and so knowledgeable. And so, um, just perfect and fit to, to do certain things. And, but they, they see, the potential in them. And so they bring out the potential in them by helping them to succeed in, in whatever that area may be. And so where I was going with this is I want to re- share this point with you before I sign off. It talks about how Sometimes we only believe what people have told us, you know, about ourselves. We we don't understand who we really are, or we have just never have had the desire, or maybe I maybe mean, I can't say desire, just maybe too afraid to take the steps towards finding out who we are. And, and that's what I love about faith walking, because that has uh, really um, started showing me who I am. I once heard someone say. If you don't change, you do not grow. But I waved the thought away. For who were they to think they know? I'd always stay the same. A heart that thrived within the cold. And I had no desire to change. At least that's what I had been told. But deep within my mind, a thought grew slowly, bit by bit, until I felt trapped in my skin. For it no longer seemed to fit. There's a whole world sitting out there, changing every single day. That proves it's nothing to be scared of, if you do it the right way. For a day afraid to turn tonight, we'll miss the silver moon. And a flower that refuses change will never get to bloom. I had thought I was a thorn bush, only good for snagging clothes. But if you do not dare to change, you'll never find out you rose. Signing off. Food for Soul. If you would like to hear more about Food for Soul, you can reach us at feedmefoodforsoul at gmail.com. We would love to share your story. Y'all have a good afternoon.